Hey, welcome back to the Mostly Show. I'm your host, Michael Stevens. Hey, I want to take a moment to thank you all for tuning in, for joining the show. Today, I want to talk to you all about the gift that God has given unto you. The gift that he has placed within each and every one of us as his child, as his people, as believers in Christ Jesus, filled with the Holy Spirit of the Lord. Amen. So listen, um, there have been gifts that have been given unto us that we are supposed to and that we are should that we should be using to bring glory to our father in heaven. Glory to our Lord Jesus Christ and glory unto the Holy Spirit. Amen. Because he is the one, the Holy Spirit. He's the one that lives in us to um, cause us to use those gifts in the appropriate way. Now, we understand or we should understand or should know and understand that the gifts that have been given to us, they're not for our own self or our own selves. Therefore, they're to be used to help others to strengthen the body of Christ, to bring understanding, enlightenment, deliverance, and healing to the body of Christ, and to be a light to this world, to draw men unto Christ. But the only way that we can do that is through allowing the Holy Spirit to use us in the capacity that he so desires. But we have to be yielded vessels. Amen. Now, in Ephesians chapter 4, it talks about the gifts that the Lord has given unto the church. And it says that he has given some apostles, some prophets, some uh, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. And he has given those gifts to the church, to the body of Christ, to build up the body of Christ, to edify the saints of God, to build us up until we all come into the unity of the faith, being one body that we are no longer, that we should no longer be tossed about with every wind of doctrine. Now, those gifts are uh, what sometimes is is referred to as the fivefold ministry. Now, the gifts of the apostle, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, they're not just for a title or not just a title, but they're actually an office. They're the personification of the spirit of the Lord. Amen. The apostle that were sometimes we refer to as the sent out ones. Um, even in today's uh, understanding the context, we view apostles as those who go about and uh, start churches or go about and plant churches. Uh, prophets, we look at those who are uh, we we consider or refer to as the mouthpiece of God, those who speak what thus saith the Lord, those who speak what God has shown them to uh, the body of Christ in regards to the body of Christ in regards to his will for his people he uses his prophets if you look even back in the Old Testament he uses prophets to bring warning to bring correction to bring uh, to pronounce judgment or to announce impending judgment but he used his prophets in those times uh, in that capacity and even so today he uses his prophets uh, in that capacity in that capacity as well but um, you know a lot of false prophets have rendered uh, the office of a prophet or uh, made the office the office of a prophet to be ridiculed or to be even despised by the people of God 
Now, uh, evangelists, we look at those who go out and, and, and witness, even though that we have all been given the charge and the command to go ye forth and preach the gospel of the kingdom to make disciples of all nations. Uh, we look at evangelists as those who are emboldened by the spirit of the Lord to go into uh, places uh, no one else would consider going into. They are they go into the streets, they go into the byways, the highways, they go into uh, the hedges, they go into the places that uh, a lot of people would dare not go into because they have been given as a gift to the body to go in, to go out into the streets and compel men to come to Jesus. Amen. They go out and evangelize and, and bring in souls to the kingdom. And the pastors are set up as shepherds. We understand them to be shepherds. We understand them to be the ones who are positioned to take care of the flock of God, to provide for the flock of God, the people of God, the local assembly. You know, they are given the charge to proclaim the gospel, to continue to uh, build up the ones that the evangelists have uh, won over to Christ. And they are to continue to feed the sheep. But Jesus told Peter, even though Peter was an apostle, he said, feed my sheep, feed my lambs, feed my sheep. OK, so we understand that shepherds are to feed and to care for the flock of God, not to lord over them but to take care of them, to provide for them the nourishment that is needed for their growth in the Lord, to provide for them the understanding and the revelatory knowledge of the word of God so that they could live thereby and govern their lives by. Teachers also have been given as a gift unto the body of Christ. And I understand that that's a gift that I have. Um, that's that's my purpose is to teach the word of God to not only to just uh, read the word of God, but to break down the word of God, to explain it in so uh, such a way that even a child can understand it. But only through the Holy Spirit, not my own intellect, not um, not head knowledge or not just based on experience, but by the revelation that the Holy Spirit gives unto us that we could expound on the word of God, that we can explain the word of God in a way that you know, in a in a way that is so simple that a child can understand it. So as teachers, even Paul referred to, many of us should not desire to be teachers, knowing that we are the ones who's going to be beat with many stripes. So <laughs> if the Lord has not given you to be a teacher, nor has instructed you or ordained you to be a teacher of the word, do not desire to be a teacher of the word of God unless you are ready to accept the consequences, the chastisement that comes from being a teacher. All right. And the teacher is not um, a teacher and a prophet. Those are the main two gifts or the main two offices that God always had to deal with when it came to his people, false prophets and false teachers. Now, you have shepherds in that time, in the day in the Old Testament, when God dealt with you know, pastors or leaders of the flock of God because they were dealing with them in an immoral way and in an unholy, ungodly way. They had left. Um, they were dealing with the people of God, not according to the ordinances of God, if that makes any sense. So God always dealt with especially false prophets, false teachers, 
because they would teach or they would prophesy lies. They would divine lies or speak what they may have seen in a vision, but that vision was not a vision that came from God or a dream that was uh, given by God. The teachers, they would teach things that were false. One of the things that went, one of the greatest ways that uh, even to this day, one of the, 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 I'm sorry for my stuttering, <laughs> but listen, one of the, the most profound ways that uh, false teaching is done is using the word of God. So, you know, as a, as a, as a true teacher of the word of God, we have to make sure that we're not operating outside or operating independent of the Holy Spirit, because he's the one that gives us the understanding of what we're reading so that we could teach it to others, not only for us to teach it, but also to live it. OK, so, you know, those gifts, uh, as I said, we, we refer to those as the fivefold ministry. But those two gifts, the prophet and the teacher, are the main two gifts or offices that Satan definitely goes about to pervert. All right. Goes about to twist because they are so vital to the building up of the body of Christ. Now, we have other gifts listed in the book of Corinthians. Um, I'm thinking, I, I believe it's in 1 Corinthians, um, you know, where we talk about the uh, gift of prophecy, the gift of the word of knowledge, the gift of um, giving, the gift of encouragement, um, the gift of ministry. We have all of those gifts and they are for to, um, you know, for to to build up the body of Christ, to help the body of Christ to grow. All right. Um, they're, they're not to be used in a selfish manner. They're not to be used in a way that um, they're, they're not to be used in a way that um, that's that is for self gratifications. All right. I mean, self gratification. All right. Um, but this is what it says, First Corinthians chapter 12. And Paul says, now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would have you not ignorant. I would not have you ignorant. You know that the Gentiles were, uh, you know that you were Gentiles cared about uh, unto dumb idols. Even as you were led, wherefore I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God called it Jesus a curse, that no man can say that Jesus is the Lord but by the Holy Spirit. I mean, now he said, now there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit, meaning that it's the Holy Spirit that all these different gifts, they they are of the Holy Spirit. They dwell within the Holy Spirit. All right. And he gives those gifts out. And it says, um, and there are different administrations, but the same Lord, meaning that there are different offices. There are different places of, um, whereby, um, like I mentioned, the, the, the fivefold ministry, the apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, the administrative gifts, all right, those offices whereby we, uh, where we know um, our main functions to help the body of Christ, to build up the church, to build up the body. But instead, there are diversities of operation, but the same God, which worketh in all in all. But the manifestation of the spirit is given to every man to profit with all. All right. That means to be profitable in every area 
in every circumstance in his whole life, all right, in 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 a great greater capacity outside of what we would normally think. So it says, for to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom. That's a gift, the word of wisdom, all right. To another, the word of knowledge by the same Spirit. Remember, one Spirit, the same Spirit, and different gifts. The word of knowledge, I mean, the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge. Um, by the same spirit another the gift of faith all right by the same spirit to another the gifts all right listen the gifts of healing meaning that there are multiple gifts all right now the other they were singular when it said the gift of all right or giving no the word of knowledge the word of wisdom faith but in this one it says gifts of healing by the same spirit to another the working of miracles to another prophecy all right the gift of prophecy and i and there's a lot of debate a lot of a lot of teachings a lot of um videos that are out uh, on social media a lot of um sermons that are out contrasting the difference between the office of a prophet and the gift of prophecy all right to another the discerning to another discernings of spirit to another diverse kinds of tongues all right that means different kind kinds of tongue not just singular not just one tongue but multiple versions of a tongue all right of tongues but all these work at that one and self-same spirit dividing to every man severally severally as he will Meaning that you could have more than one gift, okay, as distributed by the Holy Spirit, as he sees fit. For as the body is one and had many members and all the members of the body or of that one body being many are one body, so also is Christ. For by one spirit are we all baptized into one body. But, I mean, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free and have been all made to drink into one spirit. All right. So I just wanted to touch on that, man. Like whatever your gift is, is not exclusive of the body of Christ. All right. Your body, I mean, your gift is for the purpose of the church of God, the purpose of the body of Christ. Now, only you will know when you seek and search for what it is that the Lord has gifted you with. Now, you may have more than one gift, but do not be selfish in being insecure in using that gift. OK, because what is needed in this in this moment and in this time that we're living in is for every child of God, for every believer to operate in the gift and the calling of God that has been administered to them, that has been given to them. Now, if you're unsure, I will encourage you to fast, to pray, and to sincerely seek the Lord for what it is that he has gifted you with. Now, a lot of us, we know what we have been gifted and ordained and called to do, but yet and still, sometimes we we deal with insecurity. Um, and, and that's natural, that's common, but at the same time, 
we cannot allow that to hinder us from moving forward and doing what it is that the Lord, we know within ourselves that the Lord has called us to do or has ordained and chosen us to do. So I want to encourage you today to seek out the Lord for the gift that he has given you so that you can use that gift for the body of Christ in the capacity that he wants you to do, in the capacity or the platform, whatever platform he wants you to use that gift on so that you could bring glory unto him and so that you could bring honor to him and so that you can help and edify and encourage and build up your brothers and sisters in Christ. Amen. One thing, Jesus, and I always refer back to this because this is something that is so strong and it's a commission of mine that I take personally from the word of God. And that is when you go through what you go through, like Peter did in denying Jesus, because Jesus told Peter, Satan has desired to sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you, Peter, that your faith will not fail you. And when you are converted, meaning once you have turned to me again, or once you have uh, you know, come back to me, I want you then to go and strengthen your brothers. All right. I want you to go and use this gift, knowing that you have been given um, a special place in me. You have been given revelation of who I am, and I have told you upon that revelation, I am going to build my church, and I am making you one of the pillars in my church, one of the main pillars in the body of Christ. And I want you to go, and I want you to strengthen your brother. Who are your brethren? My people. I want you to use what I have given you and equipped you with to go and strengthen my people. What does it mean to strengthen? To give them their strength back, to encourage them to come along, to encourage them to get up out of what they're going through, to encourage them to learn of me, to come unto me, to give their weight, their cares, their burdens unto me so that I can also strengthen them just as I have strengthened you. All right. So we are to use our gifts for the purpose of bringing honor and glory to God and to build up one another, to build up the body of Christ. Now, go back, read Ephesians chapter four, go back and read First uh, Corinthians chapter 12 and, and just get before the Lord. If you don't know, um, but if you already know and you have been procrastinating or you have been slack in using your gift and allowing the Holy Spirit. See, that's another thing we do when we have a gift. We are robbing the Holy Spirit of the opportunity to do what he wants to do in using the gift because he knows how to use those gifts. Now, don't get me wrong. There are many people now in mainstream uh, media or entertainment that have been given a gift from God. But along the way, they have decide, decided to yield that gift and give that gift up unto uh, Satan to use for the gain of money. Now, you have many and don't get me wrong, but you have many psychics and, uh, you know, mediums that have been given the gift of God, but they use it in a perverted way for monetary gain. They yielded their their body and their gift to Satan for um to Satan to be used uh, in a perverted way to bring confusion and bring damnation first on themselves, but also to bring uh, confusion to other people, to bring damnation to other people that they use with their trickery. Look at uh, the young lady 
that Paul, uh, I think it was Paul and Silas, uh, that you know, they were dealing with this little young damsel, the Bible says, that she was uh, operating in the spirit of divination. Now, she had a gift to discern, but the spirit that was using her, the spirit that she yielded herself to, used it in a perverted way. Now, get this. Even though it was divination, it was still speaking the truth. And what was the truth? That those men were the men of God coming to show the people the way. That was the truth. But the spirit behind it that was speaking the truth. All right. So you have to understand that we have to be careful that we don't submit ourselves to demonic influence and we don't submit or yield the gifts of God because the Bible says the gifts of God are without repentance. All right. Meaning that he's not going to take that gift away. But we have to decide how we're going to use those gifts. You have a lot of mainstream artists or a lot of well-known artists and musicians that for one reason or another decided to um, decided decided to subject themselves and come up under the influence of Satan for monetary gain to become popular to become famous. So um, they still have a gift, but at the same time, they're not using their gift to bring glory to God, who is the one who gave them that gift. All right. If you look at a lot of these artists and musicians, a lot of them started in the church. A lot of them started singing in the kids' gospel. They started at a very early age singing, um, learning how to play uh, different instruments. But somewhere, somehow, they came up on the Satan's influence and decided to start using their gifts for him. Some made, some have made covenants with the devil. Some has, you know, the covenants that we talk about, we say people have sold their souls. They have done it for the purpose of money and for fame. So I encourage you and I'm praying that you also, my brother and my sister, that you will not use your gift in a way that um, brings glory to the devil or glorifies wickedness or iniquity, all right? But that you will use that gift, you know, for the purpose which God has given it to you. I encourage you apostles, you prophets, you evangelists, you pastors, and you teachers. I encourage you to stay submitted to the Holy Spirit or to submit to the Holy Spirit the office which he has called you to, all right? So that that office, as you operate in it in the right way, being led by the Holy Spirit will bring glory and honor to God, but also be the blessing that it is supposed to be to the body of Christ, all right? Hey, look, I love y'all. I thank God for you. I'm praying for you and I'm praying with you in Jesus name. Be blessed. May the peace and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ rest among you and the sweet communion and fellowship of the Holy Spirit. All right. Peace.